Hey everyone, so just a quick impromptu episode today. I was getting out of the gym and I had all these thoughts on my mind and I was like, man, why don't I share these? Because I think we don't share our struggles enough with people. We try to put on this face like we're, you know, invincible or our life's perfect or look at me or look at this selfie, I'm perfect today. Um, Rarely do we ever talk about the days that we're not perfect and you know, we all have these imperfections. So I thought I would share mine or a little bit about some of my thoughts that go through my head um, for today. And so I kind of ramble all over the place. And this was a complete impromptu recording. I literally sat in my truck after I got out of the gym and had no outline to go off of and no plan and just started talking. So sorry if my rambling drives you crazy, but I think it's important stuff to talk about. So I open up today a little bit about my feelings about my own body image and how I feel the best I've ever felt in a long, long time, probably forever as as a matter of fact, which is crazy. I am the most comfortable with myself and what I'm doing and my goals and my body image and everything. So it feels great. And some days we have our doubts about ourselves and that's totally normal, but my biggest thing is, is don't dwell on them. You know, don't talk to yourself the way you wouldn't want to talk to others. So you wouldn't tell your husband that he was fat and ugly or, you know, so don't talk to yourself that way. That's totally not okay. Um, the other thing that I think that we should grab out of this episode is that we as moms, uh, tend to lose ourselves a little bit. We lose ourselves in taking care of our family and trying to be great moms And I know I get a lot of blowback on my fitness stuff and how doing things for me. But the thing is, is sometimes you do have to do something for yourself as a mom because you can't lose yourself. And the best way to care for your family is, is if you're healthy too, mentally and physically. So that's something you definitely have to take into account. Um, I mean... If your airplane is going down and you don't put your oxygen mask on first, you can't help everybody else. You won't be there to help them. So as a mom, take care of yourself. I think that's really, really important. Anyway, so uh, today let's just dive in and you can listen to my thoughts about (laughs) my rambling on after my gym session. So uh, I hope you enjoy. So today I was working out and I was reflecting on a bunch of things like I do when I work out. That's my favorite part about going to the gym and putting my headphones on and getting in tune with what I'm doing is I think some pretty crazy things. Um, Not as crazy as when I go to the dark place because that's all I know how to call it (laughs) during contest prep when things get really difficult and you really have to dig deep. I think we emotionally, spiritually, physically go to this dark place and then we get through it. And there's some kind of incredible thing that happens when you get to that place. And it's been something that I have wanted to journal for a really long time. And I just can't because it's just an experience that you cannot put on paper. And when I reflect on it, I realize that 
I have been in this dark place in other times in my life, and I feel like it has really shaped who I am, um, and that I actually really thrive in a dark place. And I think that's why in my life, sometimes the paths I choose are not easy ones, because having to mentally and physically push myself is something that I actually enjoy and I thrive in. So when I found bodybuilding and I was starting to go to that place and push through pain and have to really dig deep, I think that it has been something that is just mentally really good for me. So not that everybody goes to that place, but I do, and it's just something that really works for me. Um, but today I think taking a little step backwards here and looking at some of the thoughts that we have about ourselves, I'm just going to put it out some of mine because I think with social media especially, and just kind of the times that we live in, it's easy to look at other people and think, I wish I had their life or... I wish I looked like them, or they have it so easy, why do I have it so hard? But I think what we don't realize is every person on the planet has their demons. And if we sit and focus on those demons, it isn't really helping our life at all. So that being said... um, My true, true, true passion is horses. I have been into horses ever since I can remember. I got my first horse at the age of nine years old. And I have always been one with a horse. Um, I've been through every horse showing experience. I've been a barrel racer. I've done dressage. I've trail ridden, I've competed in pretty much every equine aspect out there, tons of lessons. I give lessons myself to young children, um, and horses are something I am truly, truly, truly passionate about, and nothing will ever, ever take that away from me. However, as a mom, sometimes horses are a very hard thing for me to do. About three years ago, I got into dressage pretty heavily, which is an extremely elite form of riding, classical riding. It is very, very rigid, for lack of a better words. It's um, There's a lot of rules involved, and it's it's uh, there's a very specific technique to it. So it's really difficult. It involves a lot of time, um, and it could definitely be assimilated with bodybuilding in that way that there ha- it's absolute perfection it has to be and so i was training as much as i possibly could i have a retired racehorse that is beautiful and he's talented and he's he's basically the horse of my life let's put it that way i'm madly in love with him he's he just does everything i want him to do and he's gorgeous doing it And so I was really working towards this goal of trying to meddle with him in dressage. Well, dressage is not a very family-friendly equine sport. It's kind of boring to those that aren't involved with it. My kids aren't interested in it. And because I work full-time, usually 12-hour shifts Monday through Thursday, 
I was having a really hard time getting on my horse and training him. I would show up to my dressage lessons and my instructor would basically ride me up and down about how many times I had ridden that week, why I hadn't ridden that week, how I was just making up excuses, how it's summertime and it's light until 11 o'clock at night, and it was just a constant battle. I felt like I was constantly making excuses, and I was forcing it to try to make it work, and it wasn't. And also, it was something that was very selfish for me, because... I was going to lessons and riding, and and when that happens, I couldn't be a part of my family. And so it just became something where I was taking away from family time, and I couldn't achieve the goal I wanted because I couldn't dedicate enough time to it. That being said, couldn't, not meaning couldn't as in physically, but couldn't as in couldn't take that time away from my family, couldn't take the time out of work, If I was completely selfish and didn't care about anybody else but myself, I could have made it happen. But ultimately, I had to make the very rough decision to quit dressage, which was horrible. I cried pretty much every night for weeks on end over it. Um, And I just had this constant pit in my stomach. And... I told my instructor I was done. I was quite honest with her and upfront about her about it with her. I told her that I can't dedicate the time necessary in order to make it happen. I'm just letting myself down by beating myself up over it. Um, I'm letting my horse down by not spending the time I needed to with him in order to achieve the goals that I had set in mind. And it was just something that I had to let go. So I did. And it was a really rough decision. And I found myself falling into this dark place like I had lost my identity. And it was really a terrible thing. I was pretty depressed over it. And that's when I decided that as a parent, it is so easy to lose yourself. Um, when you are giving everything to your family and and helping them and catering to them and being completely selfless and putting everything on the line, sometimes um, we as parents let ourselves go by the wayside, which is it's really sad and unfortunate. It is our duty. However, I think in the process of being a parent, we need to learn not to lose ourselves. So that's kind of when my health journey began. Um, I had lost a ton of weight already. Matter of fact, my dressage instructor at the time, she was like, wow, you look so good. What have you been doing? And I told her, I was like, well, I've been prepping all my meals and I've been working out and I've been, you know, I've been trying to dedicate a little bit of time to myself. And, and then I was riding my horse around and she was like, so what makes you think that's any different than riding your horse? That was a pretty big burn because she was right. I was investing a lot of time in food and everything else. And I needed to do that in order to see my relationship with my horse and our skills blossom. And uh, that wasn't happening. So anyway, back to the eating healthy and starting to work out. I had started to work out and I was eating healthy And I really worked hard at fitting in that time in the morning because 
the it was the saving grace of everything because me starting to work out and set that alarm every morning at 4 a.m. was the way that I started to find myself again. I started working out really hard and that was the replacement for what I had lost when I had decided to take a furlough from training my horse and riding in dressage and being a competitive equestrian. And so the the working out became more and more because that was my thing that I could do for myself in order to find myself again. So that being said, I got into bodybuilding and I started to invest that time in myself and it worked really well for working around taking away time from my family because I can do it as early as I want in the morning and be back before anybody even knows I'm gone. So there's been countless mornings where I'm doing cardio on the Stairmaster at 3 a.m. because that's not taking away from family time. Um, However, that doesn't mean it hasn't taken some time away from family time, um, which is something that I talked with my family about before it ever started. I said, hey, you know, towards the end of this, it's going to get kind of rough. I'll probably be in the gym two times a day. Is that something that we can all handle? And everybody was on board for it. So because just it's something that was temporary. It wasn't going to be something I did forever. And it was going to just be that part of the process. So everybody was okay with it. I made sure when I did it that... Everybody was taken care of. I had their meals ready even though I wasn't home. I had stuff sitting on the oven ready to go in when my husband got home or I had a hot meal waiting in the Instapot. So their needs were all taken care of. I still made sure that they were fed and everybody was, you know, fed and taken care of. You know, all the mom stuff was out of the way and then I would go to the gym. So anyway, uh, fast forward through a couple contest preps. It has really been the thing that I have needed to do for myself so that I don't lose myself in the daily parenting struggles that we all deal with. And I know I've mentioned a little bit about what happened to me, but um, I've always had this go big or go home mentality. Everything that I dive into, I do at 155%. And I've always had this mentality of I won't be outworked and, you know, you can't overtrain and push, 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 push. And my last contest prep, I was convinced I was going to go further than maybe I could have. I don't know. I'm not sure what could have happened. Um, Who's to say? (laughs) In the end, when you step on stage, it's... Um, it's all somebody's opinion and you could win or you could get last place and it could change from week to week. So it just really depends. But my coach had me convinced that I was of, uh, national caliber quality and that when I stepped on stage, I was going to beat everybody and that they should be scared basically. And she literally told me that like, Every day, I was convinced, and I was convinced that if I didn't qualify for nationals, I was going to have put everything into it to make it happen, and that was definitely to my detriment. Um, On days I was tired, I didn't take the day off. I grounded out because that's my mentality, you know, I didn't want to be a 
chicken or, you know, be lazy or a quitter. And so I would just go anyway. And there was a lot of that where my body was telling me it needed a break. So I went through this extreme, extreme contest prep with extreme low calories, doing two hours of cardio a day. And I did that for about 24 weeks solid. And I pushed until my body literally would go numb. I wouldn't even feel it. Uh, My face was numb. My legs were numb. My legs were so heavy, I could hardly move. I would get home from work, and I couldn't even function. And my husband was really worried about me, especially because even though I wasn't competing on my horses anymore, they were still there. I still own them, and I basically never let anybody take care of my horses. I always do it myself because I want to make sure that they're cared for just exactly how I want to take care of them. And there were nights that I couldn't go out and feed my horses. And he said he knew something was definitely wrong if I was letting somebody else take care of my horses. Um, He was a good sport about it. And he helped me as much as possible. And my coach basically was like, no, it's normal to feel tired. But I don't think she realized how tired I actually was. I was extremely sick. And before my show in April... I was so messed up, I recall going to bed at night and wondering if I was going to wake up. Uh, My face was numb, my legs were numb, and my body was so heavy. The only way I can explain it is it felt like I had the flu all the time. You know, when you go to bed, you have the flu, and you wake up to go to the bathroom, and you're just so messed up that you're like, Man, I you, you would do anything to get rid of that sickness. Well, I basically had that 24-7. I couldn't sleep. I was cramped all the time, and it was horrible. And, you know, I hate to say that I don't take away from family time, but let me tell you, when you're sick like that, um, you're definitely not the best parent that you can be. And I definitely have regrets revolving around that. So, anyway... um I was extremely sick, and I pushed it so hard, and uh, I came into my April show, did pretty well, but didn't win, and so I had six weeks to improve upon that package, and so I was like, I'm going to grind even harder, so I pushed it even harder, and my coach cut my calories even harder, and I remember calling up some of my best bodybuilding buddies and being like, man, my body is done. It has quit on me. I could see huge inflammation, bloating. I just knew that my body had given up just by looking at it. I mean, I went from looking like with nice full muscle bellies and looking really good to just looking like I was out of the night of the walking dead. It was really bad. There were so many days walking up the stairs to do cardio, I was like, how in the hell am I even going to step on stairs? Like, it was really bad. Anyway, um, the show, the second show got over, and I look at pictures after I started getting a little bit of a brain back afterwards, and I was like, holy crap, I turned into a freaking zombie. You know, I looked horrible. And It was really a huge bummer for me because I had wanted to just best my original package that I put on stage, and I didn't even do that. I pushed so hard that I completely ruined what I looked like on stage. And the sad part is is I didn't listen to my body. I also didn't listen to my brain. 
My brain was telling me this is not okay. I also am not totally uneducated in these things. I knew I was at way too low of calories and I knew I was doing way too much cardio and I knew that would make you hold water and fat because your body is in distress. Yet I was trying to snuff out what I was thinking and tell myself to listen to my coach. Um, And I think when people say trust the process, they are not always correct. I think that there is a point where you need to really start questioning what is going on and what it's worth to you because if you're feeling like that or your calories are mega cut like that, there is definitely something wrong. Um, There are better ways to come into shows and you know, what was happening to me was just not okay. I had no fat, no carbs for, you know, a huge part of my contest prep. And that is extremely unhealthy, especially for a woman. Women are meant to have fat. And so, you know, you pull both energy sources, you're going to be hurting. Anyway, about a month post-show, I was still extremely sick. I was reverse dieting myself. I was trying to bring my calories up, and I still felt like I couldn't function. I mean, I was exhausted. I was going to the gym, and I was dragging myself through workouts, but it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And I went to the doctor, and she informed me that basically I have Hashimoto's disease, which I probably had before this, and that was part of the reason I couldn't lean out. But also that my hormones were all completely on the floor, my thyroid was on the floor, my labs sucked, I was extremely sick. And this is after the show when cardio has been backed off and calories are coming back up. I should have started to come back and I didn't. So basically I have spent since June trying to get healthy again and that has been my main priority. Um, Through that though, it has been definitely a mental game. Um, I watched myself go from 113 pounds to 150 pounds, which is something that's kind of scary to somebody that's a physique athlete. Also very scary for me because, like all women, I have been extremely critical of my body my whole life. I have crash dieted my whole life. And in hindsight, I know that's why my metabolism is jacked up because I think I have tried every single diet out there. Um, I've tried Slim Fast, Special K, 1,000 calories a day, freaking, I don't know, skinny sticks, you name it, I've tried it, and basically have held myself in a restrictive caloric intake for my whole life. So starting out into my bodybuilding journey, probably my calories being the way they have been my whole life, where I've paid attention to what I'm eating, hasn't helped, you know. Um, Anyway, that's all hindsight. Uh, Where I'm going with this is this whole time I have tried to give myself grace because I know that if I just kept working with my body and feeding it and working on my health that it didn't matter how I looked or how much weight I gained that eventually my body is going to reward me for taking good care of it. So I kept reversing myself. I was eating clean food. I wasn't lifting as heavy or doing hours of cardio because I was trying to let it have a break and restore itself. So I've gotten a lot of crazy looks at the gym about gaining a few extra pounds. I've heard a lot of different comments on things, 
but in the end, I know I'm doing what's right for my body. So basically right out of my show in June, I had been watching this guy at the gym squatting and deadlifting for the last couple years, and I noticed his technique is incredible. The guy has perfect form, and it was very apparent to me that he knew what he was doing. And I knew that in order to improve my physique for the next time I step on stage, the way that it needs to make improvements, I really needed to start incorporating some heavy deadlifting and squatting and compound movements into my programming. And I've really struggled with that because I have a fused SI joint from when I used to race dirt bikes. I had a crash in 2010 and I broke my SI joint. So I've been really stuck there and I've not been able to squat and do a lot of the movements that I've always really appreciated people doing. So I really wanted to learn them. So I decided to approach him and say, hey, will you teach me this? Well, come to find out he's a super uber certified, you know, personal trainer who specializes in powerlifting. And the guy is incredible. When I hear him talk, I'm just like, man, you're a genius. But... He actually doesn't do that for work at this time. He um, has a regular day job and he just loves fitness and he's getting his bachelor degree in exercise science on top of it all. And just an awesome guy. Anyway, so when we first started training, I think we probably disagreed about a lot of things. He's a power lifter. I'm a bodybuilder. And so I feel like we rubbed each other a little raw for a while there. <laughs> but he stuck with me. Every single day, he was encouraging, even though I felt like crap. I would walk in the gym, and I'm like, I feel like dog shit today, but let's train. And he's like, well, do you need a day off? And I'm like, no, no, I don't need a day off. I'm fine. So anyway, hence started our relationship with me learning to power lift. And I felt like it was good for my body to do it. Because even though I had backed off cardio and was gaining a lot of weight, I knew that backing off the volume... And lifting heavy and just learning movements would be a good opportunity for my body to grow, but also heal itself. So this whole time, I had, when I get frustrated, I had to keep giving myself grace, you know, saying, hey, this is going to be okay. I'm going to look at this a year from now, and I'm going to look amazing, and I'm going to be powerlifting like a mofo, and I'm going to be really happy with my body, because it's going to be happy with me. So I've kind of pace myself through this and with his encouragement and his wife's encouragement it has really helped define who I am especially because when I came out of that show and my doctor was like I don't know if you should ever compete again you were extremely sick you have this disease that's really hard for people to compete with um you know you may not be able to ever get as lean as you want to get I literally felt like somebody had pulled the rug out from under me and crushed my life dreams you know Someday, I know we all do it, or I don't know, maybe not everyone, but someday I think it would be a fantastic thing to hit the national stage. I love bodybuilding. I love the people. I love everything about it. However, um, I'm being told that I probably will never be able to get lean enough in order to make that happen because of this awesome disease that I got. So coming out of my show was pretty dang rough. Um, I felt like my identity had been stripped from me. Um, I started falling into this crazy black hole because 
I was just convinced that I would never be able to hit the stage again. Um, and I was convinced that I was done for in this sport that I have been extremely passionate about, which was horrible. And there were days where I'm like, why do I keep training? Because obviously I'm not going to be able to step on stage again. And I started developing this pretty angry mindset about my body and about my goals and questioning everything. And one day I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know, even though I've been trying to encourage myself, I have Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde going on. I got the encouraging Connie and then the Connie that's like, you suck. You're not ever going to be able to go to the national stage. You won't be able to get lean. You're going to have to put yourself through a hard prep and probably get last place. And I was like, you know, what in the fuck am I thinking? So anyway, and I've been really focused on mindset for the last couple of years. I'm like, why am I letting this get to me? So I decided... I'm just going to keep lifting heavy, focusing on learning these movements properly and see where it takes me. Well, come to find out, I'm actually pretty strong. And the more my calories get up, the more weight I'm lifting. And I'm lifting some pretty solid weight, which has been a really good time. And I also totally love the technicalities of powerlifting. Um, And so basically things just keep getting better and better. I've been PRing like every weekend. And then over the last few weeks, probably month or so, last few weeks, I've started to notice some extreme changes in my body. I have made gains through the roof. Um, and my technique has started to come together and my legs have gained a ton of muscle And then today was where it really, really hit me. I was sitting in the gym and I was training shoulders and I was like, holy shit, my shoulders have grown so much. And then I started thinking of how much I've grown in every other way because right now, over the last month or so, I have realized that I'm truly happy with my body And I'm truly happy with myself as a person, which is something that I have learned by giving myself grace, by saying, hey, I don't have to impress anybody, which was a really hard thing to learn. But and especially coming from the physique standpoint of things, I feel like if you're really into bodybuilding, for example, or really into the gym, people automatically expect for you to be shredded and you to be looking good all the time and you to, you know, we just expect that people would think that, right? So in a sense, I didn't want to let people down by having done so much work and want wanting to look good all the time. I didn't want to pe- people to see me in the state that I'm in now and be like, oh my God, what happened to her? Or, oh, she must have ate a ton after her show. And I didn't want people to judge me. And I also didn't want to let go, you know, let down the people that were looking up to me. So I felt like I was in this place of where I needed to please everybody. And it really took me saying, Connie, who cares what people think of you? You need to do what is most important to you, which is what making you healthy and not care about anybody else. And I really started focusing on that because I think something we failed to realize as human beings is nothing is, is, is permanent. Everything is temporary. Um, it can be your job. 
It can be this current situation you're in. It can be your fitness goals. It can be a broken leg. It can, nothing is permanent. So we tend to put ourselves into a hole over something that's totally temporary, whether it's a diet. I mean, that can be another thing as a diet or a lifestyle change or, or who knows, a relationship change. And we tend to get in this big, deep, dark hole over it when really it's something that's temporary. And we need to look at everything as temporary. Everything is going to change. That is life. That's what happens when the universe is spinning. Everything changes. Nothing is permanent. The one thing that can be permanent is your attitude. So if you choose to live in a deep, dark hole and tell yourself you're fat and tell yourself that you're never going to be good enough again or tell yourself you're not going to be lean or tell yourself you're not going to make gains or tell yourself you're never going to excel in your job, you're never going to make it, you know. So the one thing I can say is through a lot of this, I have managed to dig my attitude out of a hole. I have managed to keep working. And now because I've kept at it consistently and kept working, I am starting to see results. And that's how everything is in life. You can't just throw in the towel when something doesn't go your way. And I'm thankful for my driving attitude that kept me going. So... Just keep in mind, I guess my point is, is everything is temporary and our attitude controls everything. And I'm so happy that things are starting to come together for me and that I feel like I'm going places. Um, And I find it funny because as I was looking at myself in the mirror while I was working out today, as all of us bodybuilders do, I don't care who you are. It's an ego-driven sport. You check yourself out constantly. That's just how it is. So if you're like, oh, she's vain, well, guess what? Probably if you're a bodybuilder or anybody, so are you. Who doesn't look at themselves and try to make improvements? It's just how it is. Uh, But anyway, I have learned to be more secure with myself than ever. And today when I walked into the gym locker room, one of the people that sees me every day was like, holy cow, I was just telling my husband, have you seen Connie? She has completely gone through a metamorphosis. Even though she's bigger, she has changed. And have you noticed how much freaking muscle she has put on? And I was like, so happy to hear that. Because for once, instead of hearing some kind of negativity from somebody about how I had gained weight or whatever, I heard this positive, great thing, you know, from somebody saying, I see what you're saying about making changes. And just because I'm not skinny, because remember, skinny is not always healthy, Um, I'm healthy right now, and I'm making progress every day, whether it's mentally or physically, and I don't need to care what anybody else thinks. So anyway, uh, when you feel like you're in a dark place and you can't keep going, you need to think of what you need to do to keep putting one foot in front of the other, because... I felt like I just about lost my identity over a bodybuilding trophy and a national qualification. And what kind of thought is that? I mean, to as an athlete to like feel like you lost your identity when you may or may not be able to compete in something again is a pretty rough feeling. And why do I need to lose my identity over a freaking physical thing when I have so many other things going on in my life that are important to me, you know? I have some of the closest friends that I have ever made through bodybuilding. And that is better and more valuable than any trophy. So 
I already have nothing to complain about. People that text me every day and that care about me, truly care about me and love me, you know, that is better than any trophy. So I guess I'm going to conclude with that. But those were just my thoughts for the day. And um, as far as my future, I have lots of people wanting to know what my plans are. I pretty much get asked when my next show is like every day. And I don't have a date on when my next show is. I feel like I am not done with the stage. I absolutely am passionate about bodybuilding and I love the stage. It's one of my favorite places to be. Uh, Look at any of my pictures and you can tell by my smile that uh, that's my place. (laughs) So um, I'm not done with the stage. However, I'm listening to my body. I'm really enjoying powerlifting, and I'm pretty sure my training buddy has me convinced to do a powerlifting meet. We'll see how it goes. Um, And to me, I think that's the perfect storm because I can get my calories up, and I can be comfortable with floating a little heavier, and then still gaining a lot of muscle, which is great. And then when I do decide to cut, when and if, I say if, but we probably know it's when, Um, When I do decide to strip off some of the extra fat I've got and get stage lean again, hopefully my calories will be high enough to where my body will be happy to let go of some because it doesn't think it's prepping for the next ice age. So anyway, thanks so much for tuning in to me ramble on about myself mostly, but I just want you to know that I am not perfect and that we all have our struggles and our demons But we basically need to learn how to talk to ourselves nicely and do things for us rather than how other people are judging us. Because in the end, if you do what is best for you, it's going to pay off. And then also remember that nothing is permanent. Every situation we have is temporary and we are the ones in control of that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Well, there's another episode of the Fit Farming Food Mom. If you have any feedback, I would love to hear about it. You can always shoot me a message on Instagram. I can be found at Connie, C-O-N-N-I-E, Begani, B-E-G-O-N-N-I-E. I would love to hear from you. And please, if you find value in this episode, share, share, share with your friends. Um, that way I can get information out to other people and let them know they're not alone in their life journeys. It was great talking with you today and I'll see you next time.